And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris.
I can move any mountain. Hallelujah. Remember that I say that uh, you should get ready to give. Amen. Well, the Bible says that we should always stay ready. Amen. So stay ready to give. But right now, I want you all just to be prepared to receive the word of God. And I said also earlier on to hang on to that thought. Right? We can still remember. So now, by that, I first want to ask you, who of you uh, joined us for the fasting? If you joined us for the fasting, I mean, you will also, you will believe and you will know that it was powerful. And one thing about fasting, not just fasting, fasting and prayer, it reminded me of the story found in Matthew 17, 21, where the disciples came to Jesus. They couldn't cast the devil out. They came to him and asked him, Master, I mean, what did we do wrong? They pretty much did everything they saw, except the one thing they didn't see him doing. Amen. Which was praying. And he said to them, I'll be it. This kind goeth not, but by prayer and fasting. So I'm telling you this to let you know that this morning, be prepared. The man of God will be fired up. And it's your job to encourage him. It's my job to encourage him. Amen. And also, don't move around when the word of God is being preached. This is serious. So why don't you all please rise up to our feet with much excitement, knowing what we're about to receive. I want you all to put your hands together for the man of God. 
my pastor, my father in the Lord, Pastor Chris. Come on, people, let's put our hands together. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Your hands are lifted. We are praying to God to speak to our hearts today, to touch us. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you that we can meet here today. Thank you for the opportunity that we get all the time and every time. Speak to us. Touch us, help us to change and metamorphosize into another image. Image of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. Oh Lord, we need thee every hour. We need thee every day. We are dependent on you. Speak to our lives and touch us by your sweet Holy Spirit. God is moving by His Holy Spirit. Lift your hands. Moving all over this earth. Signs and wonders where the Lord is moving. And today is moving right here in BMI. Open your hearts, open your mind, and receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. God is moving by His Spirit. And God is moving by His Spirit. Moving. You'll say, where God's moving, always moving all over the earth. God is moving by His Holy Spirit.
signs and wonders when God is moving, moving all over the earth. Breathe upon me. Breathe upon me, sweet spirit of the Lord. Today I lift my hands in surrender to your name, most high. Lord, I'm healing to. Holy Spirit, and I'm walking in your love. Jesus, I adore. Jesus, I adore. Jesus, I adore your holy name. Come breathe, breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, sweet spirit of the Lord. I lift my hand in surrender to your name so high. Oh Lord, I'm here to the Holy Spirit and I'm warm. wonderful to worship the Lord this is what we will do when we go over to the other side the angels bow down they say holy 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 three times holy the saints worship in heaven don't get tired of worship it's what you will do practice get ready for it because the Lamb of God will be there he will be the light we will worship him continually. You are exalted. You are exalted. And you are exalted on high. Creation will praise you. The saints will adore you. Because you are Exalted on high. 
This is Jesus, the Lamb of God. You will see him one day. You are exalted. You are exalted. You are exalted, Lord on high. All creation will praise you. All the saints will adore you. Because you are exalted on high. For you are glorious and worthy to be praised. The Lamb upon the throne. And I. time you are exalted you are exalted you are exalted yes you are exalted on creation will praise you saint Charlotte adore you So glorious and worthy to be praised. The Lamb upon the throne. And unto you we lift our voice. time and you are exalted you are exalted you are exalted creation will praise you saints will adore you exalted the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a wonderful Savior. Hallelujah. You may be seated.
Hallelujah. It's wonderful to praise and worship the Lord. If it comes from inside your spirit, it's, it's the real place it must come from. It's not the carnal flesh or soulish praise. The time will come, say Jesus, when the Father will look for those worshippers that will worship Him in spirit, from the spirit, and in truth. Amen. Yes, it is a wonderful thing to worship, to praise His name. Amen. This morning I want to share with you a very powerful word that I realize is a little bit of meat and not milk anymore. Amen. Paul said, it's by time that you must eat meat. I'm always conscious of all of you and the, the, the people that's just coming. But then I must not forget those that have been here for a while and also start to feed you with meat. You see, I can preach till I'm blue in the face. It's only God that can do something for you. And only to the degree that you want to grow, will you grow. Are you with me? If I'm teaching some things that's meaty and you can't digest it, it means you've not grown. Do you see? And unfortunately, we can't wait for you all the time because you will delay the growth and the progression and the enlargement of the rest of us. Yeah. There is what we call Unpassing's class, remedial classes for those who skip. And I, and I realized, I was listening to one of the old preachings I was talking about, you attending a school and not going to the classes. Your, your, your chance of failure is very big. The, the one that comes to school every day has a greater chance of progressing and passing the spiritual test of your life. The spiritual test of your life than those who come occasionally, stay absent occasionally, stay absent. So it's so vitally important that coming to, to the church today is not it's not only a sign of us wanting to have a nice big gathering, which is great, but it's for your spiritual growth. You must be regular. I can't emphasize it enough. Regular in the house of God. Then you will become a giant in the Lord. Amen. Because I'm preaching about enlarging in your life, your ministry, in all areas of your life. And it will be sad if after so many good sermons of enlargement that you don't enlarge. It will be sad, isn't it? That you don't enlarge. But I trust God 
that through obedience you will also see the great things of God that He has in store and His plan for you. Amen. God wants to see you grow. Hallelujah. God wants to see you enlarge. Amen. I don't know if there's any parent that's happy when the child brings a failure report home. Failure report. You think of all the food you gave for that one year. And you must give it again for one more year. Mercy. But I see you moving forward. Amen. We're starting home sales this week or what we call connect groups and you must all be connected in the groups. Hallelujah. There'll be some more meetings after church about the connect groups, but it is imperative, important, crucial that each one of you must be belong to a small group because we are quite a big church. We are big enough to include you, but we also become small enough to know you. And if we don't know you, it's because you didn't join our small groups. Are you with me? Can come sit here on a Sunday, we have enough space to include you. And even if we are full, which we will be soon, you can come to the second service. We have enough space to include you. But we also want to learn to know you. So you must go to your cell group. If you're not in a cell group, we normally do this the first Sunday, isn't it? We will all meet in our, you will all at least sit by your cell leader after church for five minutes and prepare for this week. So then we can also see who are lost sheep of the house of Israel that we have to connect because if you're not connected, you will lose. You see, your connection determines what you receive. Jesus said, I am the vine. You see, you must, you are the branches. If the branch is not connected to the vine, you see, it, it, it just falls down and it dries. Then it actually says, it's of no use but for, for fire. Are you listening? So the small groups is very, very, very important. Your gifts will be seen there. Your testimony can be done there. And then from there, you will develop and grow into a powerful. You'll even become a leader to the system. You assist your leader, then you become your own leader. Eventually, you'll be pastoring your own five people. In Jesus' name. Is it wonderful? That's what the Lord is leaving you on this earth for. To see if you can also be included in the many or the few that are willing to work for the Lord. Glory to God. My message today is about warfare again. Because I realize that there's no enlargement without winning some battles. Now I know last week a lot of people commented on the powerful sermon on the battles that Joshua fought. But if you read God Joshua's book, it is the first book after the books of Moses. You will see it is a book of warfare from the start to the finish. It's a book of complete uh, takeover. 
enlargement, moving into territories that other people inhabited, but it was actually rightfully yours. Amen? How many of you know the devil has stolen some things that actually belong to you, and it's by time that you must take back what the devil has stolen? You must take it back. We have a very real enemy. I can't get away from this. The more spiritual I try to be, the more I see an enemy. Hey. But the Lord must open your eyes. You will also see this enemy. He's always coming to defeat you. Always coming to fight you. And if you're not prepared and you don't have weapons and you're not a man of war, the devil will embarrass you. The devil has embarrassed pastors that stood in front of churches and made of them a piece of bread, morsels of bread. Once they were high and used by God, and the next minute, the enemy will pull the mat under your feet. Yeah. And so he's coming for you also. He's like a roaring lion seeking. Who can I devour? Who's sitting here that I can devour? Who's the next one? Now you know Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses gave over to him by God's divine grace. He served Moses. Moses gave over to him. He said, take the people. And God spoke to him and said to him, so beautiful. It's not a long book. It's about, I don't even know, 18 or 20 chapters. He said to him, just like I was with Moses, I will be with you. Hallelujah. You must be strong. <laughs> you must be? And you must be courageous. You must be courageous. And then he said, the book of the law, Joshua 1, 8, it must not depart from you. What is in the law? The law is the instructions I gave to Moses. And he wrote it down in a book that we today see as Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, sometimes called the Pentateuch for somebody that wants to know. That law that Moses told you, do that stuff. Because I spoke through Moses. And you will be, you will make your way prosperous. And you will have great success. But you must not deviate. Don't move off what your pastor taught you. Pastor Moses. Don't move from that stuff. Because I spoke to him to give this to you. That's the book of the law. Are you hearing? But Joshua... It won't be easy to go in and possess the land. There are many enemies waiting for you there. Wow. Now I said, I prayed this morning, I said, Lord, this meat 
is too heavy for this people. I don't know if I can dish this type of beef or filamonion. Will they be able to eat it? I said, let me rather teach this at a camp. Because the camp is for people to camp with me. We're going to have a camp this year by God's grace. Then I can speak long because the, the word is so rich. I can't gloss over it in this hour. But I said, Lord, I'll just talk and the Holy Spirit must help me. At the offset of, the, of, of Joshua's entrance, he went into the river Jordan and he took five stones because the Lord wanted to tell him, your victory is by the Spirit. Your victory is not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit, said the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Not by might, not by power. And then he took the five stones. Now he has to enter. And the first battle he has is to conquer Jericho. And the Lord showed him, look, I'll show you. These walls will come falling down. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Something supernatural. Glory to God. Before he took Jericho, he sent two spies into the land. And when they got into the, the enemy came for them, they ran into a prostitute's house. Her name was Rahab. Are you with me? It's not part of my preaching. I think the Holy Spirit wants to say something to somebody here this morning. They ran into a prostitute's house. And, uh, and when the soldiers came, the prostitute hid them. And she said to them, promise me. They asked her, what do the people think of us? They said, the people are afraid of you. This town is shaking in his boots. Because they heard that the people of God is outside. The walls are high. But the people are shaking because they heard that your God can open a, a, a Red Sea and make people walk through on dry ground. They say your God moves by, in a fire by night and in the cloud by day. They said we heard that your God when you had no water and we thought you were going to die. Your leader struck a rock and water came running out of the rock for you. We heard that when there was no shops to buy food, food fell from the sky. We are afraid of you. And she said, promise me when you come to kill us, because I know your God is mighty, spare my life. And they promised her, we will spare your life. Bring your mother, your father, all those that belong to your family. Bring them into this house with you. Bring them, connect them to you. And when we attack, their life will be spared. Only hang from your window a red scarlet line. Because when, when our soldiers attack, when they see the red line, they know they must not attack that place. When they see the blood, they must pass over you. And a prostitute was saved that day when Jericho fell. She and her whole household. 
I want to tell you this morning, it doesn't matter what you've done and how low you have sunk. When the blood of Jesus comes to you, it washes you clean and you can become part of the family of God. Rahab became part of the Israelite family. Even if you see in the bloodline of Jesus Christ, her name is also connected right through. Rahab and the scarlet line. It's not my message this morning, but I just took a turn there to bring you to the context of where Joshua is fighting now. So Jericho fell. The next was AI. AI, AI was his difficulty because somebody in the camp was disobedient. Now when there's a disobedience by one person, it affects the whole camp. Are you listening? When one person disobeys and they were told, kill everything in, in Jericho, kill the animals, kill everything, don't take anything, don't take, don't, at the next city, you will get the stuff. But the first city, the first fruit, always belongs to God. Everything in here, don't take anything, destroy it. Give it as a sacrifice to God. The next will be yours. But somebody, like some people in the church today, they don't want to give their first fruits. They, 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 don't, they don't believe that God has got more for them waiting. They take a little from what is God's. They say they gave a 10%, but it's actually a, a, a 5%. And the other money they put in the pockets. But you see, that thing in your pocket is preventing the blessing of God from coming. So when Joshua attacked Ai, he couldn't win. And he said, Lord, but why? The Lord said, someone in your church is stealing from me. He's not paying his 10. I said, that belongs to me. The 10% is mine. And eventually the Lord showed Joshua who it was. They found him. It's a very, this is a 2 to 18 book, this book. They killed him, his wife, his children, his everything, everything. Destroy everything of this man. And then the battle turned. And they defeated AI. Then some other thieves came along. Oh Lord, help me. I didn't even come to my message. Then other scallops came along. I think it's some of your ancestors that were probably somewhere in Israel because they were very sly. They were called the Gibeonites. They heard that Joshua defeated Jericho. They heard that Joshua defeated Ai. And they said, Kiki, so worry. These people are unstoppable because the God that's with them is a mighty God. El Elohim, the God that is powerful. Hallelujah. So they put dust on themselves and they put old shoes on and they came and they said, Hey, Joshua, we come from a very far place. Please be merciful to us. Promise that you won't kill us. We are not from this people around, but they were just around the corner. Ah. Then Joshua made a treaty with the Gibeonites. He said, we promise we won't kill you because you came so nicely now. Hey, you must be careful for people who come nicely. There's a lot of deception in people. 
Most people who are nice are the people who rob you, steal from you. They made, they made a treaty. And after they signed the treaty, they signed, he gave his word. Then they discovered, but this people deceived them. They were part of the people living in this land that God wants them to conquer. But because he gave his word, he said, I can't go back on the word. But he said, you have deceived us. Gibeonites, you have deceived us. Hivites, the Hivites from the Hivite territory, the Gibeonites. But because you've done that, you will always be slaves for us. We will not kill you, but you will be servants for us. You will be drawers of wood, cutters of wood, and carriers of water. Now, here's my story of today. Are you with me? Now, the other enemies heard that the Gibeonites had made peace with Joshua. So they said, let's kill and destroy the Gibeonites. Are you with me? Because they have now taken sides with Israel. I hope I'm, I'm, I'm not boring you. Are you realizing this story? I, I, I know you don't read your Bible, so I'm telling you the story. It's a movie. So they said, we must destroy Gibeon. They were always on our side. Now they've defected to the Lord's side. Who is on the Lord's side? Amen. So the Gibeonites told Joshua, Joshua, not one nation, five nations. Five kings are coming to attack us because they realize that we realize there's nothing that can stop your God. But they said they will, they will stop you from your enlargement. Are you with me? And five kings came together and they said, let us fight together to prevent Joshua from coming further. Let's first attack the Gibeonites. But now because the Gibeonites have made friends with Joshua, they could go to Joshua and say, come and help us. Joshua was a man of war. And then Joshua's first battle before he conquered many other territories was with these five kings. And I want to talk about these five kings. I probably will gloss over them and as the Lord graces me, I will try to give you the meat of it. Let's first eat the skin of these five kings, okay? Because these kings are not insignificant. If you read of them in the Bible, you will just think you are reading an historical analysis of a war. But if you open your spiritual eyes, you will see, my God, these are demon kings, evil demonic spirits that every believer will have to fight if you have an intention to grow and enlarge in the spirit. This is the year of enlargement. Unfortunately, you cannot enlarge automatically. There are some wars and battles you must first fight and conquer before you can enter. Because the enemy won't stand back and allow you to enjoy the things God has for you. He's coming to attack you from five different areas. And these are the five kings that came to fight Joshua. Would you like to hear 
What are these kings that you must conquer? So my message is entitled tonight as I preach for a few minutes. Five demonic kings you must conquer. Turn your Bibles if you have Bibles. To Joshua chapter 10 from verse 1. We will read in NLT because it's easy for the people. The first king is Adoni Zedek. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I can't remember who said this. I think uh, Benny Hinn, I heard him say once, I listened to a lot of preaching and I used to listen a lot to Benny Hinn at some time in my life. And he said one day, there are no meaningless details in the Word of God. Hello? You know, when you read your Bible, you come to some places where it says, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Reuben, and Reuben begat. They say, I've lost the latex, you must skip it. I said, but you must carefully read the Bible because there are no meaningless details in the Word of God. You know, I don't even know if I must preach this powerful sermon to you people this morning. Sometimes you have to say, Jesus is going to be a good thing. The good is the deep man and the soul. I love the word of God. Do you love the word of God? He said there are no meaningless details. So instead of the Bible just telling you five kings attack Joshua, and he's giving names of kings. Why? There are no meaningless details. And every name of every king has a spiritual meaning. That is what we will discover this morning in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. The first one is Adonizedek. Say it. Adonizedek. Yeah. Don't name your child Adonizedek, please. The way children are named nowadays, you never know. The king of Jerusalem heard that Joshua had captured and completely destroyed Ai and killed its king. Just as he had destroyed the town of Jericho and killed its king. So they heard of Joshua. The devil will hear of you and he will come for you. Are you listening? This morning as I was coming to preach, the devil came for me. I, I won't tell you the details. So I, 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 I put my tongue out and I told him, you will not stop me from, from unmasking your strategy. You will not stop me. Because you want to keep the people stupid. You want to keep the people in ignorance. Because where there's no knowledge, the people suffer. Are you with me? Adoni Zedek, king of Jerusalem, he heard of this thing. Just as he had destroyed the towns of Jericho and killed his king, he also learned that the Gibeonites had made peace with Israel. Now you understand because I told you the story, isn't it? Hello? Nobody must be lost here unless you are sleeping. Okay? And we're now the allies. Allies means we work together. Right. Next verse. He and his people became very afraid when they heard all this because Gibeon was a large town, as large as the royal cities, and larger even than Ai. 
and the Gibeonites men were strong warriors. So King Adonizedek of Jerusalem sent messengers to several other kings. And here they are. Oham of Hebron. Param of Jamuth. Zephiah, I think it's Zephiah. I sometimes don't know how they pronounce it in Hebrew. Zephiah of Lachish and the Burr of Eglon. Just leave that scripture there, verse 4. But maybe go to verse 4, verse 4 quickly, let's see. Come and help me destroy Gibeon, he urged them, for they have made peace with Joshua and the people of Israel. Go back to that verse 3, because that is the, all the names are there. Amen. Adonizedek. Oham. Piram. Zephiah. 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 And Debor. Debor. Of Eglon. And these are the five kings that you. You look, you don't have to worry about these kings if you have no intention to be enlarged in the spirit. Don't worry. Don't worry, then, then you can stay small. Amen. If you want to not be anything great in God, don't bother with this. This is only for people who want to enlarge and enter the promised land. Amen. These are for people who want to be the head and not the tail. These are the people who want to be above and not beneath. These are for people who want to borrow too many, but to lend too many, but borrow from none. Yes. These are conquerors. These are the people who say, with my God, all things are possible. And people who, uh, who proclaim and declare, with, Christ, with my God, with my Lord, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah! God wants a victorious believer. Glory to God. Glory to God. At the start of your enlargement, this is before Joshua really came into the beautiful land of Israel. Before he could come, this was the beginning, the first war. You will also encounter these five kings. And whatever fights the people of God is also fighting God's purpose. Amen? Adonizedek, number one. He is the first one. His name has a meaning. Must I give you the meaning of his name? His, his name means, my Lord is righteous. My Lord is righteous. If you are writing down, then you can write this down. If you're not interested in writing, you just came to see the colors of the lights. We're going to have better lights here very soon. Pastor Ali is doing all the pillars with beautiful Roman columns. And they will have LED lights from the back. That's for those who just come to look at the place so I'm also helping you and making it even nicer so you can look longer. Amen. The others who want to write about the Bible and learn more, you're also welcome. We take all types of people here. Amen. All malbadi yara lifet. Stan manader. Adonizedek. Now the name sounds quite uh, spiritual. My Lord is righteous, but this name speaks of the, a demonic form of righteousness. 
And that form of righteousness is called self-righteousness. You can also call it, you can call him the prince of self-righteousness. Then, you can also call him the prince of self-deception. You can then also refer to him as the prince of pride because all these things are interrelated and connected. Self-righteousness means you are deceived. Being deceived can only come through your pride. Are you still here or are you going home? Then you could also say, I'm just, we're getting this from one word, Adonis the deck. Is the word of God not powerful? You can also say, Adonis Zedek is the prince of unrighteous judgment. Don't worry about all these words. I will explain it to you very nicely. Pastor Chris Ross will nicely explain it to you. You must be happy that and glad that God gave you a pastor that can nicely explain things to you. Unrighteous judgment. Unrighteous judgment. You can judge people unrighteously. Are you with me? Some of you sitting here might have judged me already and you think something of me, but your, right, your judgment might be an unrighteous judgment. All right, all right, all right. So it's a demonic righteousness. It's not a, it's not a godly righteousness. His name means the Lord of righteousness, but it's a demonic righteousness. It's probably, it's probably... One of the biggest battles that we fight that prevents us from going forward. It is this spirit that comes in all our angles. Yeah. A spirit of self-righteousness. That I, as for, for me, for I, I'm not like them. I am a good man. And I serve the Lord. A demonic form. Yes. And all forms of righteousness that does not come through the blood or from the blood of Jesus is demonic. Are you with me? Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 3 verse 10, there is none righteous, no, not one. This is one of the verses that uh, I, we had to memorize as young people. And the scripture says, no one is righteous, not even one. Put it in the King James. We memorize in the King James. We read in the NLT. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Amen. So your neighbor next to you is not righteous. The other one not next to you is not righteous. The only righteousness we have is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Are you with me? We have been made righteous by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Christ is all my righteousness. Yes, I stand complete in Him. The danger of self-righteousness is if you think you are a good person and you don't do what other evil people do, so uh, there's something good in you. But the Bible says there's nothing good in us. That's why the Bible says your, your, your good works are like fail like dirty rags in the eyes of God because you must come to a place of understanding. I am nothing. And I'm nothing without Jesus Christ. Yes. 
Maybe I didn't do what my brother did, but I was not even tempted like my brother. Maybe if I was tempted like him, I would have done worse things than him. But God, by His grace, didn't allow me to go via the house of Delilah or the woman of Zadok. Are you with me? A self-righteousness. And this is the problem that permeates the church of Jesus today. That's why when you see people really wanting to enter into the promised land, that's the first spirit that comes to you. And the spirit doesn't operate from the world. It operates from self-righteous people in the church. Sister Sahut is recht and Akleer is recht and she is beschaafd and die malligheid and die wille daan sy wat hier aangaan. Wat gaat aan met die kinders ons? Die Heere wat ons is so gedien nie. Draan nog alle tijds in die huis van die Heere. King Adonizedek. Yes. This is the same spirit that possessed the Pharisees when Jesus came to earth. It's not new. The spirit that's in some of you is not new. It was in the Pharisees. So when Jesus came, when God visited the earth, their self-righteousness found him not worthy to be called the Messiah. They said, you can't be the Messiah because according to our righteousness, you don't qualify. Were they sinners? Was hulle dronkies, het hulle op die jaad gesit? No, they were priests dressed in godly garments and wore the, the scrolls under their arms. They went to church every day. Their beard was trimmed nicely and they had a lovely cap and they even had armor bearers. But they were possessed by the spirit of Adonizedek. And they pre that spirit prevented the whole nation from accepting Jesus as the coming Messiah. They prevented the whole nation. The spirit of Adonizedek, it comes to fight you in the first form for your battle of enlargement. When you think, I am better than you. Must I, must I preach this? Must I leave this for a camp? This is, very, this is very deep, I'm telling you. I want to preach about five kings, but you can already see I'm going to get stuck at first king. But if God spares us, we have five more weeks left, isn't it? <laughs> Hallelujah! It's a Bible teaching. Come on. He's a major power with this problem. And it will keep you from your purposes in God. Hallelujah. So many, there's many good people, they don't enter the ministry, Pastor Charles. They will say, I give to the poor. I come to church regularly. You see, the difference with a self-righteous person is that they won't necessarily go they will come for their two-hour Sunday service, but they won't go for more. They won't go with us into the community to stand open air. On the 12th of February, we're standing a huge open air in the Hague, isn't it? No? Voorbrug, yes. We're going to go stand in the hot sun and preach Jesus Christ to the world. Now, there, the spirit of Adoni Zedek will prevent the self-righteous people from saying, I come to give my stick here, no? 
I gave my tithe also. Hey! They are nice. They don't swear, these people, with the Spirit. They don't swear. They don't drink. They don't smoke. They church people. But you see, there's a, there's a point that they won't cross. They won't cross the point of sacrifice where there's the Great Commission. They won't leave their lovely comfort of their homes to go to a poor place like Uppingdon or East London and give up everything to pastor the people there. They're not mission-minded people. Are you listening to me? These are nice people, but that stuff is not part. They will not suffer like the disciples suffered. But you must not underestimate the power of self-righteousness and unrighteous judgment. Look at Luke 18 verse 9. I want to show you quickly. Jesus illustrated this parable to us. Illustrated this parable to us. Five kings. Everybody say five kings. You see. They met Joshua at the beginning of his conquest. Why? They wanted to stop him. They wanted to say, listen here, do church, but you don't have to be an extremist. And that is the, the message I hear from so many young people that their parents are telling them, what a kick, like a man's, you see, you can go to church, but don't be such an, this is the spirit of Adonis Zedek, the spirit of self-righteousness. Mommy didn't hear any, mommy mommy can't hear mommy says as a cigarette, Die as leal jopie kapet, maar mami voel, mami is rechtvaardig om vir my te sê, hoe ek die jyre moet doen nie. Mami sê, ek is een bykie te erg. Maar mami is ver van God af. Maar mami gloe nie, sy is ver van God af nie. Mami gloe, sy is self rechtvaardig. It's the spirit of self-righteousness. Ek ga toek jimmel toe. Die jyre was staan, moos die stuivers in. <laughs> Is it true? Self-deception and pride. You are proud. And he meets him at the beginning. Because it will prevent you. Yeah, yeah. It will prevent you. Satan does not want you to enlarge. He says, go back, go back, go back. Don't come fight this war. Go back. So the kings are coming to stop Joshua. And many, unfortunately, have gone back. Many who started with us on this road to enter the promised land, their family's spirit of Adonizedek was too strong. And eventually they pulled them back. We had one young man, he was very excited about the church. I loved him very much. He used to say so, a nice slogan. He said, clap for them, clap for them. Then his family started saying to him, you are too much involved in this new church you are in. They are, they are also born again people from a born again church, but they, they kind of couldn't understand that he gave so much for the work of the Lord. Just welcome my friend, the high reverend. Give him a nice seat, Jamie. Give him a nice seat there. Man van die Heere is welkom. Ek preek in Engels, so ek weet nou nie, hoe gaan die saak nou werk, he? Ja, ja. Laat hy my daar sit, hy. Oh, hy mag hier op my stoel sit, hy. 
Hij is hoog, maar hij is nogal hoog. Hij is hoog en hoog as hoog. Het so. is nice om hem te visit me. Hij is mijn goede vriend. Maar wat ik nou? Ik spreek voor Engeland, dus je moet gewoon vertellen als je het niet begrijpt. Oké? Zeg maar net amen als je ziet die mensen schreeuwen. Daar weet hij ook, maar verstaan zij. En deze boy was excited en zijn familie en ze supported hem financieel. Ze gaven hem een nice bakkie, bla 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 bla. En uiteindelijk, hij kon niet verder met ons in de promised land, want de spirit van Adonizedek. Het is niet dat ze hem to om naar de wereld te komen. Nee, nee, nee. Serve de Lord, maar niet naar de extreme. Jullie zijn extremes. Jullie zijn een beetje mal. Ik kan niet hieren dienen, maar dan is het zoals jullie niet. Jullie zijn te erg. So now you know when your family performs the way they do. What spirit is working through them? The spirit of Adoni. The spirit of self-righteousness. Uh, the spirit of pride. The spirit of unrighteous judgment. Now, quickly, Luke 18. You see the same spirit again. Jesus told the story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness. Put it just this one in King, in King James quickly, baby, because I think that own righteousness there. And he spoke a parable unto certain which trusted in themselves. Are you with me? That they were righteous and despised others. May the Lord deliver us from that. And I always pray me, as much as I... God has blessed me. I always, I always realize that I can't look down on another man, no matter how low we sung. My mother used to teach me, only by the grace of God, that is now not you. Don't say, kijk hoe lijk die mense. Dis die genade van God, man, wat ek hier vandag staan. There's nothing good in me. The only good thing is in Jesus Christ. My savior. And if I'm, I'm blessed that I grew up in a nice home and that my mother cared for me, others don't have that. It's but, but it's nothing to do with me. It's the grace of God, man. And when you have that heart and you conquer the spirit of self-righteousness, then you will say there's not a friend like the lonely Jesus. Not one, not one. Hallelujah! He spoke the parable. Go back to NLT. Kijk nou, kijk nou. This problem wasn't just in Joshua. It was when Jesus visited the same spirit is roaming. And I want to tell you, it's even here in the afternoon. He told the story to some who had great confidence in themselves, in their own righteousness. Daar zei, and scorned everyone else. Gaan aan, verse 10, gaan aan, ons kijk wat sê die woord van die Heere. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee, and the other one was a despised tax collector. Hulle die gehou van die tax collectors en hy daar nie. The tax collectors were Jewish people, let me help you quickly. They were, the Romans was in charge of Israel. 
but they used their own people to tax their own brothers, you see? So the people hated these tax collectors. But you have to give us a little bit of the people. Amper so much. Understand you? The Pharisee stood by himself and said, I, I thank God. L- listen to yourself, righteousness, eh? That I am not a sinner like everyone else. I? For I don't cheat. Now he says the list of things he don't do. I don't cheat, I don't sin, and I don't commit adultery. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. Now he's also comparing himself. This is the son of Adonizedek. Then he says, now he says what he does. First what he didn't do, and now what he does. I fast twice a week, and I give a tenth of my income. I my tinder's work. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven. And he prayed. As he prayed, instead he beat his chest in sorrow. Saying, oh God, here I am a sonder. I am a well-verdiende sonder. Be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. Go on to verse 14. I tell you, said Jesus, this sinner, not the Pharisee, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Hallelujah! Listen to me, everybody, under the sound of my voice. You must not enter this church with this mind that some people are holy and you not holy. It doesn't matter where you come from or what are you busy with. God doesn't look to, to you like, we, like human beings look at you. The Lord said the sinner went home justified. Today you can go home justified. You must, you must stop thinking. I don't understand people who say, I can't come to the Lord now when I can if you want to fix yourself, you're operating in the spirit of Adonis and death. Because there's no righteousness in you. Righteousness is in Jesus. Hallelujah. I can't know pastor. You think of that woman you've got at home. That you're living with that, not your wife. You think of the Stuyvesant in your pocket. You think of the wine that's still left in the fridge, all the bottles. Don't worry about those things. As you the year come, I make alles need, hallelujah. I make alles need, man. It's not your strength. When you think you're going to change your, you will never change your life. And you know what's holding you back? It's a spirit of self-righteousness. Yeah. The sinner said, Lord, Lord, I can swak here, man. Vies my genadig. And the Lord said, he, that prayer that he prayed was better than the prayer that the Pharisee prayed. The Lord is looking at your heart. He wants you to come. He wants you to come. 
Toen bid je, zet, zet, zo bekeer, laat ik nog zo vijf minuten, man. Oh, man. I'm busy with king. I'm busy with the first king. That's the problem I, I wrestled with God. Ik zei, Heer, die vlees. Kan nog niet vannacht eet niet. Are you still with me? Adonis is a dick. Say it, Adonis is a dick. Als je nou eens toe gaan en jou ma vraag jou, wat het jylle vir oogen geleer? Dan sê het jy vir Adonis is a dick. Sy sal ook sê, Heer, wat praat die kinder? <laughs> Glory. So from this story, I just quickly give you the five pillars of self-righteousness that we see. Number one, a person with self-righteousness is self-deceived and makes a wrong assessment of himself. He's self-deceived, he deceived himself, and he makes a wrong assessment. He made an assessment, he said, Jere, he weet who ek is. He's making an assessment, but it was nogal a wrong assessment. Because man looks at the outward, but God looks at the heart. So that's the first pillar of self-righteousness. These people are, they despise others and they trust in themselves. Number two, uh, a person with this form of self-righteousness makes erroneous comparisons with others. Hij vergelijkt met andere mensen. You must never do that because you don't know what your fellow brother and sister had to go through. Look at us, you know. We must never say anything about the church that the Lord has blessed us with. You don't know what the other pastor is going through. All right? I cannot compare myself with others. It's only God's grace who connected me to people who put me in a certain family and all these things have worked together for good for me. But I'm not better than any other pastor. Say Amen. Number three. As my tete is clear. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 12. We dare not make ourselves of those who compare ourselves with others. Just look at that. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 12. There it is. Don't worry, we wouldn't dare say that we are as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are. But they are only comparing themselves with each other. Using themselves as the standard of measurement. How ignorant. Ik say most altijd, man. Now die dag to come a, a sister for me a report, wees. Kinders het moest nog geslaag is, nou december. Toe wees hy my rapport, toe sê sy vir my, my kind het eerste gekom in die klas. Toe sê ek is mooi. Maar sê gaf vir my, waar gaan hy school? <laughs> toe sê sy nie, hy is hier by Roosendal Primair. Toe sê ek, ja, nee. Ek sê nie vir haar, nie, ek sê vir myself. Ek wonder waar sal hy gestaan het. 
as jy nou daar by Durban wil primair gegaan, sê nie, want hy was nou vergelijk met die kinnikies daar, toe staan hy eerste, want die standaard is nie die selfde, soos hy standaard daar by Durban wil nie. Daar het die kinders wortels, hier het sy millipap. Are you with me? So you can't really, we, we must never compare ourselves because we don't know the different circumstances in other people's lives. The third one, that's a pillar of self-deception and maybe I'll just stop with the first king we can tackle the other kings. Because I don't even think you have mastered this king. How can you still fight a second king? A person with a form of self-righteousness. This is from the parable that Jesus told in Luke. We see he had a list of things that he does not do. He said, I don't do this. I'm not an adulterer. I'm not like this man standing next to me. And people who suffer from this demonic form of unrighteousness, they look at the things they don't do. I don't steal. I don't cheat. I don't. It's an unfortunate way of assessing yourself. It's a mistake. Most of you have not done certain things because you were not exposed to it. Are you with me? As I froze a kind of drag up, as you say, your kind is bitter as I froze a kind. Your kind was ongelukkig by die plek wat die mense farbe invloed het. As jy met my? As jy met my? things that you don't do. It will keep you from the purpose of God. It is nice that you have not committed certain sins before, but the bigger question is, what have you done for the Lord? Sy is a goeie kerkvrou, maar wat het sy vir die Heere gedoen? Number four, my last, second last point, second last point. Oh, I would have loved, I'd love to come to the other kings. I'd love to come to them, but I'll give, I'll give their names to you, then we'll, then we'll close. You must come back next week for part two, okay? Will you come? Oh, will King Adonizadek stop you? You can see people who don't smile in the church, they look, they, they, they have the sense of self-righteousness. Ek weet as jylle bang die make-up gaat van jylle gezichtjes afskeer. As jy smile, maak jy moos plooie. Is het? Pastor, maar klaar, jy prik te lang, paas. Number four. The person with this form of self-righteousness now doesn't, doesn't have a list of things he doesn't do. Now he also has a list of things he does. I give tithes. I fast. Demonic righteousness is self-righteousness. And it's an unrighteous judgment. Yes. We thank God for the things you do. But there are still many things you're supposed to do that you don't do. 
And the last one, number five. A person with this form of self-righteousness is proud. He's proud. Does this explain some people's behavior to you now as I'm reading? Not just yours, but also, you know, you, you sometimes don't understand when you deal with people. But now I can tell you that the spirit is evident, prevalent in the world today. Amen. A person with this spirit is a proud person. Because he trusts in himself and he despises others. This man looked down on others. He was full of pride. Yes. Self-righteousness is a fountain of pride. Those that's writing notes, write this down. Self-righteousness is a fountain of pride. Self-righteousness is a fountain of pride. Today, you must decide not to trust in yourself. You must trust only in the righteousness that comes from believing and obeying in God. Say amen. Once you obey God, you move into the area of your enlargement. Don't brag about what you achieved. Don't let your past achievements deceive you. Do not let your morality deceive you. That's pastoor wat gevaarlijke preek het. Morgen wordt het in zonne geval met de vrouw. Do not let your morality deceive you. The only righteousness we have is what Jesus had did for us on Calvary. Amen. Do not let, do not let the things you have done minister pride to you because you are worse than the worst sinner. Just lift up your head and listen to God. Follow His commandments and trust yourself to obeying and pleasing Him. And as you obey, as you obey, it will be counted to you as righteousness. Listen to this last verse. This man was Abram. He lived in a heathen country where they didn't serve God. Romans 4.3. Romans 4.3. For what the scripture says, Abram believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Amen. Listen to me. Abraham was not a, a good man, but because he believed God, it was counted to him as righteousness. When the Apostle Paul started to write his first letters, he said to the, to the, he said to the church, I am just like the other apostles. Because I've also seen Jesus, and he, he started to explain why he's like that. Yeah. Then later on, as he matured in Christ, he realized he's, he's just like one of the other brothers. He said, I, I, I am the least of the brethren. I am the least of the brethren. So the spirit of self-righteousness started to leave him now. And just before he died, hallelujah, he wrote to the, the churches, I am the worst of sinners. I am the worst of sinners. Then he realized everything that he has comes from God. Comes from God. The worst of sinners. The worst of sinners. It is always the picture I pray the Holy Spirit keeps in front of me. Chris Ross, 
you are the worst of sinners. But you're a pastor. You have the no, 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 no. You are the worst of sinners. It's by grace. I can come here on a Sunday, lift up my hands, worship Him who gives me breath. Hallelujah. It's not me. Nothing to do with me. God can take everything away tomorrow. Tomorrow it's gone. All that I have can disappear in a second. It's the righteousness of Jesus. Worst of sinners. My mother used to sing a chorus when he saved the rest like me. A lot of my grooming was my mother. Yeah. I wasn't blessed in my young days to be groomed by other pastors and my mother groomed me. Yes. Because she was a Roman Catholic and I don't know, she was fairly a good woman. She was a school teacher. You know? And she loved the church, even though she was a Roman Catholic. She went to church every day after school. A Roman Catholic, she went to church every day after school. But when she came to meet Jesus, she had this revelation, the same as Paul, that she's the worst of sinners. The worst of sinners. And she, 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 she always used to, through, through her singing and her prayers, I could hear, she, she always drilled it into herself. And that's why I heard it, that we, we are not righteous. We are, we are nothing. The worst of sinners. That's why her choruses was always uh, about how Jesus came to save her. Yeah. How Jesus came to save her. Not the modern stuff today. When he, saved, when he saved the worst of all men, that was that song. He saved a wretch like me. I don't know if anybody is an old hymn can remember it. When he saved, I'm trying to get to the words. When he saved the worst of all men, don't you, don't you know it? He saved a wretch like me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is all my righteousness. I stand complete in Him. And I worship Him. Not my own righteousness. He is all my righteousness. I stand complete in Him and I worship Him. Jesus is all my righteousness. I stand complete in Him and worship Christ the Lord. Let us worship Him. 
Christ the Lord. You see, you, you can't make yourself right. You will never be right. It's, it's what He did for you. It's what He did for you. And that's the mistake of the Pharisees. They were self-righteous. And they passed a judgment on Jesus, but it was an unrighteous judgment. And because they were the prince of pride. Ek is bitter as jylle man. Ons kek is groter as jou kek man. No. Ek het meer mense as jylle man. Forgive. I'm the worst of sinners. Therefore by the grace goes I. So you that's not saved or you that's not living right, you can't make yourself right. As soon as you enter in by the blood, this is the power of the blood. As soon as you enter, you, you, you stand before God. But when He looks to you, He doesn't see you. You are hidden by a veil of blood. It's the blood of His Son. Now stands a recht in rechtvaardigheid met God, in rechtmaking as die Afrikaans. You stand in a right standing. You stand. Maar jy rek is aan so slecht, het gaan nie oor jou nie man. Het gaan oor die bloed wat vir jou gaan, dis die bloed wat my verlos het, dis die bloed. It is blood. Hallelujah. So forget about yourself, brother. It's not about you. Concentrate on Him. Concentrate on Him. And we worship Him. Stand to your feet, everybody. So forget about yourself. Concentrate on Him. And worship Worship Christ the Lord. Let, Let us worship Him. Your hands are lifted now. Forget about yourself. The Lord. He is all my righteousness. He is all my righteousness. Hallelujah. I stand complete. Let us worship Him. Let us worship Him. The Lord. Your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. 
I spoke to you this morning, but it's the Holy Spirit who spoke to you. If you are here and you felt God speak to your heart, maybe you're not yet in the kingdom. Maybe you come here, you visit here, or you are just been brought here this morning. Jesus said, unless a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom. You must be born again. You must come to ask the Lord to change your life. You don't have to wait till you are ready. You will never be ready. It's Him and His blood that makes you ready. His blood was shed to forgive you of all your sins. If you want me to pray for you, that you can enter into the righteousness of Christ, Put up your right hand. I will pray for you quickly. Is there someone like that? You want me to pray for you? And then I want you to come forward. Step out of your chair and come stand here while we sing it. Come, come to the front. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. Don't be afraid. Come. Today is your day of salvation. Come. He is all my righteousness. He is all my righteousness. I stand complete in Him. I worship Him. Hallelujah. Jesus is all my righteousness. I stand complete in Him. I worship Him. Yes, you must come to Jesus. He is all my righteousness. I stand complete. And worship Christ the Lord. Beautiful. Just like man. I'm always happy when young people come. I came when I was 12 years old. 12 years old. Worry, Daibal, you're the favorite man. Come to the year two. I also want to add you. Listen, some of you are struggling with some things, addictions. You are born again, but you're like the man who said, Lord, have mercy on me. You know? And sometimes the devil makes you feel so unworthy, isn't it? Come join them as I pray. Come join them. I know you waited for the other kings. I will give them to you as the time goes on. There are more and it's deeper. But as I said, this, this food, this food is, is not for, for snowflake Christian. We haven't had time to look at the king Hoham, the king Param, the king Jafaya, and the king Debur. Change the message on the podcast. Don't call it five kings. Just say, kings we must conquer. <laughs> because today I only did one king. Die Heere gaan jylle verlos. Want as jy jylle eie kracht nie, ne? Broers en sisters, as in Godse kracht. Halleluja, is mooi man. Is mooi man. Now first say this prayer after me. I pray in English, because everybody can understand. 
There's some people coming to give their lives to Christ for the first time. Everybody pray with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sinner. I made many mistakes. I made many mistakes. Today. Today. I ask you. I ask you. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. I come into your presence into your presence through the blood through the blood the blood the blood makes me righteous makes me righteous i stand before you i stand before with you. the righteousness with the righteousness of jesus christ of jesus christ please write my name please write my name in the book of life in the book of life from today from today i want to serve you i want to serve you i want to follow you i want to follow you help me jesus help me jesus and thank you for saving me now and thank you for saving in me now. jesus name in jesus amen. Name. amen god bless you for listening to this message remember god has not given you the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind